0: Happy Halloween, episode 8, guys. We're back. I'm Tony. I'm Chris. And Tony, are you feeling spooky today? I certainly am. I'm in the Halloween mood, Chris.
1: Absolutely. I tell you what, it's going to be a spectacular episode, I think. Yeah, are you a fan of Halloween, Chris? I do like Halloween. I think I'm getting more into it the older I get.
0: Yeah, not usually when you're a kid, you know, that's when you. Most like Halloween, because you've got the
1: trick-or-treating thing. I was never that into Halloween. They always gave you rubbish chocolate anyway, and I was more into that kind of Christmas thing, the build-up to Christmas. But the older I get, I mean, you can see the outfit I'm wearing, obviously our listeners can't see it, but check out the YouTube afterwards. I've got a really fantastic Halloween outfit on today. Yeah, it
0: looks like you've been involved in something that's quite serious. There, Chris. Yeah, it's all allegations, Tony, <laughs> as we've learned on this podcast. I mean, there's no evidence here, Okay. No. But as you can see, Chris, can you see that I've gone for a jog of some sort?
1: Yeah, it looks like you've been um, doing a lot of intense training or maybe some sort of games. Yeah, it's like I've
0: gone to uh, South Korea and involved in some type of game involved in some type of sea creatures, <laughs> it sounds like. But um, yeah, if people don't know, it's quite obvious it's, it's Squid Game related. Squid Game. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of Halloween, I haven't had anyone knock on my door for quite a few years. Uh, um, I'm not sure if it's the change in terms of safety, which which we always promote on these mm, podcasts. Okay. Is safety first it's, I don't know. I feel I feel like parents aren't too keen letting their kids go and knock knocking on strangers' doors. I
1: think school. it's only your door,
0: Tony. <laughs> <laughs> possibly, possibly. But I don't know, it's something that I, I've noticed that over the years, it's become mm. less common. I'm not complaining. I mean, I mean, I will buy some sweets, but there's not a case where many years ago, I remember we, my mum had to... You know, we ran out of sweets, we had to give out fruit, fruit from the fruit bowl because we you were know, knocking on the door because we had nothing else to give them. A grey peach. Yeah. I remember a big orange going, oh like, here you go. They seem great yeah, And food. they'd have a segment each from the orange, right? Oh, I mean, they could, do, they could split among, amongst themselves, but... Um, yeah, I mean, like, um, obviously Halloween's all about scary things, you know, monsters and ghosts. But mm. there was actually quite a, a funny video that I, funny, scary, whatever you want to call it, um, video that I saw online. And I guess the video kind of um, showed, a first of all, a green lawn. And I was like, okay, what is this? Okay. Christine? Yeah, it looked like an American uh, lawn. And then it was panning across uh, the lawn. And then suddenly they were kind of like... Um, written signs on the grass and then I was like reading what the sign said and it said student loans cost of food gas prices rent and debt so I thought you know that was quite funny because let's be honest Chris those are the things that are scaring people at the moment (laughs) not like ghosts or Mm, monsters cost of living yeah cost of living not being able to pay their debts student loans you know in America they're having to kind of restart Mm. those payments um,
1: Unless you went to Pennsylvania. We touched on that a few oh, years yeah. ago where Biden's written off the student loans for Pennsylvania. But yeah, absolutely. Gas prices, you mean petrol prices, Tanya? Yeah,
0: that... I mean, if you're, you're correct, in uh, the UK we should be calling yeah. them um, pe- petrol or diesel? No, petrol. Petrol. Petrol, petrol prices. Is, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, I think... Um... Something's got to be done about it, especially rent. You know, I'm hearing from people renting and the cost of rent in London... I mean a few years ago I had my own place in oh, London yeah. in Walthamstow for 900 a month. And now I think that would be one of the biggest bargains out there. People paying upwards of 2 grand for a one bed. Oh yes, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I mean, that's why we're
0: doing this podcast is the is to these people might consider mm-hmm. playing the
1: lottery which can <laughs> solve their problems basically. Don't waste your money on rent. Waste it on the lottery, and you might actually get a really good outcome at the end of it, but, um, but yeah, that was scary, Tony, and um, you know, with it Halloween, the clocks um, mm. went back, they always do just before Halloween usually, um, and I was thinking they went back one hour, but I wish they could have gone back a little bit more than that, I'm getting old, you know, yeah. every year, I can't believe where it goes. Um, and I'm just thinking, I wish they went back a little bit more than one hour. It is a bit of a relentless march to the grave, isn't it, Tony? And Halloween just brings that to life even more.
0: Yeah, it does, it, it does get depressing when you kind of leave for work and it's dark.
1: You get mm. home and it's dark, right? Yes. So um, The one advantage is, with the clocks going um, full back, mm. they went backwards, is that it's a little bit lighter when you wake up in the morning mm. for a while, but yeah, once we get around Christmas time, it's going to be dark in the morning, dark in the evening.
0: Yeah. I mean, the only thing is that you're looking forward to Christmas, because mm. I guarantee now that after when Halloween's over, you start looking at the shops and oh, they, they're ready cool. or they're stocked up for Christmas.
1: Oh, I've seen it all over the place. Already. I'm not complaining. I, I Advent I like calendars. It. I, I like it. It gets you through the winter, basically. I like a mince pie. You know, you know, whenever, even before pie. Christmas. Yeah. yeah, I actually bought my first pack of mince pies. Yes, but okay, say what you like. But the mince pies that I normally really enjoy are the Heston mince pies from Waitrose. Oh, posh. they're a bit more classy, you know, because <laughs> you get fed out with the usual mince pie, um, and he does some inventive kind of lemon or orange flavours. But oh, what I've noticed, nice. they say, uh, maybe someone from Waitrose can get in touch with us. What I saw yesterday, very similar to the Heston mince pies, but not branded with Heston. Oh, yeah. But they look identical and the cranberry mince pies um, without Heston's name. So have Waitrose and Heston parted ways? Oh. Maybe someone from Waitrose can set the record straight on this, because I wouldn't like to think they're ripping off Heston Blumenthal. Oh, well, yeah, something to look into. But you're going to
0: enjoy whatever sweet treats are available, right? You know, you... But you would feel
1: better knowing that, you know... I don't want Heston Blumenthal getting ripped off. That's all I care about. You want everything above board. I want everything above board. And we know that he's really struggling um, with that place, the fact that we talked about last week, where it only costs eight or £900 for two people.
0: Right, I mean, if you win the lottery, you can can actually go and experience that, right, Chris? Absolutely. But, um, yeah, with Halloween and, you know, we talk about things that scare us. I mean, Mm. sometimes being scared isn't a bad thing. And some of the quotes that I saw um, online, I found it quite inspiring. Chris was, um, yeah. if I could read them out to you, is, um, If your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. So I thought that quote was quite interesting. That it says that you know yeah. sometimes being scared is a good thing. That means you're 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 thinking big. So it's something that's worthwhile. So that was something that um, I thought. Yeah. You know, Let's not think small here. Let's think big. Let's think about ten point eight million. Big, you know. Mm. It seems like a dream, <laughs> but you know it's possible. If you got a ticket, it's possible.
1: You're in it to win it. The exactly. minute you got a ticket.
0: Um, another one that came I saw was uh, fear is the thief of dreams. So again, don't let your fears kind of immobilise you for going for what mm. you know, going after after your dreams or what you want to go for. So whether you want to ask out that guy, girl, whatever, go for that job, mm. start that business, you know, buy those 50 lottery mm. tickets, you know, whatever <laughs> can make your, your dreams come true, don't let the fear of it um, stop you from doing that. And my This final,
1: is my favourite one, too, yeah? your final one. Yeah, Jack Canfield, this one. Go on, I'll let you go. On. Go on, Chris. <laughs> I'll See, out. Everything you want is on the other side of fear. Uh, and I think that's very apt, and maybe I like that because it's the easiest one to get your head around. <laughs> it's true. I mean, one of the things is that
0: fear stops us from doing stuff, and sometimes mm. it's a good thing. You know, if there is a, a scary figure in the distance in the alleyway, mm. you're like, maybe I shouldn't go down there
1: because he might have a knife or well, it's whatever. Fight, fight or flight. And, yeah. yeah, and yeah. sometimes that is the right instinct. But there are some occasions when fight or flight isn't the right incident. We've got to fight against that. Exactly. Who knows? You know, if you actually say, oh, I'm not scared of
0: walking down the alleyway because it's my shortest route home. Mm. Um, it, might, you know, it might be someone that could be your, your future best mate who sets you up for a, for a job or who invests in your business. Mm. You start having a conversation. <laughs> you don't know.
1: Yeah. Um, so what you're saying is if you are very late at night on your own down a dark alleyway and you see someone shady coming towards you, always engage in conversation with them.
0: Just, you know, explore (laughs) the possibility that it might be a good thing, not a bad thing. Just make sure you always have a knife in your sock. Yeah. Make make sure you, um, you know, there are other people around. But but no, no, in in all seriousness, um, make the correct judgment. You know, I would say nine nine times out of ten, if there's another route, rather than going down a dark alleyway, Mm take the other route.
1: Or what you could do is back out of the alleyway into a well-lit public space with lots of people around, wait for that character to come out and then engage them in conversation.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or You know what I was thinking? Start the video camera (laughs) on your phone so it's there being filmed. Yeah. So it's almost like I'm filming you, by the way, so this goes straight to the cloud,
1: so uh, if anything this happens is, This to is backing me. up in, I'm on Facebook Live. <laughs> yeah, I'm tripping. I am on Facebook Live, right? That's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. By the way, um, how, how are you tonight? Good night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know what? This is one of the great things about those new ray Bands, and we touched on this um, a few weeks ago of oh, yeah. the metaverse thing. Mm. You know, Facebook yeah, yeah. meta... Ray-Bans, where you can actually record. You just go, and it's recording on your Ray-Bans, so everything you look at. So that's one thing you can do. I don't know if they have them on their glasses as well, but you just say, that. By the way, I'm on Facebook Live with my meta Ray-Bans right now. Um, Say hi. It's a great way to, you know, if you are the victim of some kind of um, theft or assault or anything, just feeling threatened, just say, oh, by the way, we're both on Facebook Live right now. Say hi. I've got 10 million viewers. Yeah, and you know what? You've got two arms. To you, now, you've got two hands to defend yourself if things yeah. do kick off. Yeah,
0: that does make sense. You sound like you are giving props to Zuckerberg now.
1: <laughs> well, oh, that, you you can't. No, around. I said it. I said it on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. That one I like those okay. Ray Bands where you can record because imagine you're on holiday. You That's don't true. need to take out your phone and take a thousand different photos. You just say to the missus, look. I've, met, I've taken millions of photos all day long. It's true. And you can look through them when we get home. You might we'll want to pick your favorite.
0: But you might want to turn, turn them off if you go to the toilet or something, right? You might forget. Uh, you, Do you know, you know you're what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 In most cut instances. that, out, cut that out, In most yeah. instances. Yeah.
0: Okay, <laughs> great. So if we move on to our second one, which is mm-hmm. uh, last Saturday's Lotto result. Oh,
1: so uh, spooky because it was a huge amount of money. And the reason it's spooky is I'm hoping no one bloody won it, Tony, because it's just... We've been talking about it since we started this podcast. Yeah, We want to see this jackpot really go up. Yeah. Mostly because more people are going to listen to this podcast. Yeah. But it just gets us pumped. Um, so I'm really hoping nobody won it. Well, Chris, I mean, you were excited at
0: 7.1 million last week. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's snowballing in a sense. So it's 10.8, and I will say... Ahead of time, that nobody spun it. Yes. So it's going to roll. But wait, up that means more. we didn't win as well. No. Well, we know we we. We, uh, we didn't win. Okay. So.
1: Well, was, if we didn't win, as long as nobody else does. Yeah. So
0: it's 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 going to snowball into. You know, it could get close to twenty. This at is some
1: point. compound growth, and I think we're going to touch on that a little bit later. Mm. Um, and it's like that old thing of if you fold a piece of paper, I think. Twenty-one times, or twelve times, It'll or something—it will go, something, to, the moon, it go something. to the moon. Yeah, and that people look at me when I say that. Think you're crazy, Chris? No, if you fold a piece of paper that many times, yeah. it will go to the moon. Um, so yeah, we—is it twelve or twenty-one? We'll have to have a look.
0: Something like that. I, there's something like you can't f- physically fold a piece of paper. No, nah, it's times. impossible. I tried it.
1: You can't oh, fold it eight you? times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we should probably try that again next week. Yeah, yeah, no, I'll, yeah, I'll no, I don't believe you. I think yeah, that's. that's least, I'll do at least do ten. This.
0: I'll do it next week. <laughs> it's very hard to poll eight times. Um, but let's, for the formalities, I mean, what mm-hmm. were the winning numbers? Um, yeah, Last Saturday it was 25, 28, 37, 38, 42, 50, and bonus ball six. Uh, machine name was Merlin. Again. Yeah, magical Merlin. Um, ball
1: set six. So ball, ball set of six? That sounds
0: extraterrestrial now, Tony. <laughs> that is weird. Yeah, it's good. I've never seen a six so far on, on the podcast. Um, what were my numbers? So, there were 2, 12, 20, 22, 14, 41. So, no matches, but as we mentioned,
1: there's no winners at the jackpot. So, yeah. it's going to roll over. Well, that's what I mean. Obviously, we haven't won, but as long as nobody else has. I wonder where we're going wrong. Maybe because we haven't mentioned Daniel Khalif for a few weeks. Yeah. We got a lot totally of. on. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: We should check in how's how's he doing. doing? Maybe
1: we can start writing to him as part of a feature on the podcast. We can ask him for some numbers. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Why not? Why not? So it was 10.8 million. I mean, like, what could you do with 10.8, Chris? Well, Tony, is the thing. So I got really excited when I saw it was 10 million. And I want to let you know that with 10 million pounds, that amount of money is enough to put you in the top 1% of wealthy people in the UK. Or the US, wow, ten million pounds. Um, and then another point. So we talk about investing, investing yeah. that money into the stock market. So if you had ten million pounds, I know we're saying the jackpot's ten point eight, but let's say you're very patient, mm-hmm. you stick with it. Ten million pounds invested with returns of five percent each year. Mm-hmm. That's five hundred grand you're making on the stock market every year. Now, some people say, okay, that's only if you get 5%. Mm. Obviously, it's not guaranteed. It's going to be volatile. But actually, if you look at UK shares, I'm not even talking about global shares or US shares, but UK shares have generated returns of around 5% above inflation between 1921 and 2021. Mm Which actually was enough to double your money every 14 and a half years. Um, So, yeah. Just letting you know, 10 million at that rate of return, 5%, 500 grand in your bank account every year. Um, if we then talk again about compound returns that I was talking about earlier, mm-hmm. let's say from that 500 grand that you've earned, you chuck in 100 grand of that okay. as well. Yeah. After five years, with the magic of compound growth, right, which is that whole thing of if you fold a piece of paper however many times it will reach the moon, um, that amount of money, so again, you've put in 10 million, you're adding 100 grand every year. After five years, that compounds to 13.4 million pounds. You've gained 2.9 million pounds for doing nothing.
0: Wow. So what I gathered from that, Chris, is that if you got 10.8 million, you're going to be all right. You're probably going to be all right. <laughs> okay, that's, that's good. Oh, that's great. I mean... This is a perfect example of just showing, you know, our listeners out there that money makes money. That's what I think. And if you've got more money, you've got to make more money.
1: I mean, just, you know, to reiterate that again, if you've got 10 million for doing absolutely nothing, you're likely to get maybe 500 grand extra per year. 500 grand! For just sitting down, having a few few cocktails, having dinner. Uh, um, And that compound grade, just to reiterate that, all you're doing is you've got your 10 million, you put 100 grand in per year for five years, you've gained 2.9 million out of that for doing nothing on that basis of 5% return. So,
0: Wow, that
1: is is something that is... um, That's just music to my ears, Chris. Just just hearing that. What I would say is it just proves why we're doing this week in, week out. (laughs) Perfect. All right, if we move on to
0: uh, segment two. So topic of the week it is indeed chris so our topic of the week is halloween themed so it's scary secrets of the rich oh that is
1: spooky as well my goodness
0: yeah i mean when you've got a lot of money you yeah. can do a lot of things that normal people can't do or you might be exposed to quite scary things
1: that you know us common folk probably don't see and only see in the movies. And this is, you know, we've spoken about this before, I think, where you always want more. Yeah. You always want a little bit more. And I think the problem is once you get a crazy amount of money, you can pretty much do anything. So maybe we shouldn't mock the people who went on that Titanic submarine. Yeah. Maybe that was a more constructive way to do something a bit out of the ordinary, certainly compared to some of these scary, um, rich people who have dark secrets. That's what I'm thinking,
0: like when you're
1: got loads of money,
0: like millions yeah. or billions, and we all talk about how the other half live. Yeah. We're just thinking of stuff like, Oh yeah, they've got nice houses, yes, they eat at nice restaurants, they have nice clothes and things and cars, but what what else do they get up to? You know, it's like mm. they you know, everything does have a price in a sense that you go now I could just chuck a load of money and get someone to do something that is a little bit questionable or a bit dark. dark or but... They might have fantasies that they can actually afford to act yeah. out. So yeah. one thing that comes to mind, you know, when we talk about horror movies and stuff like that is, have you seen that movie called Hostel? Yeah. So, you know, for those who haven't seen it, I don't want to give out spoilers, but... I'm gonna have to just to, to just to make my point. So, so just skip ahead one minute if you if you've never watched it. Yeah. So yeah. So skip ahead now. But basically, from what I remember is that there was a load of pretty much backpackers going through Eastern Europe, hmm. and they get lured by these good-looking girls. I mean, who mm-hmm. do not There's a lot of good-looking girls in Eastern Europe. Yeah. I mean, I have to agree. Um, and obviously, they're like, well, we've we're probably in here this is a great holiday talk about like mm. um, amazing holidays and then suddenly they, they these, these guys find themselves kind of tied up in a chair in some in these dungeons and mm. what you find out is that they they're getting they're getting tortured and who's doing the torturing rich people of course they're being sold to rich people to kind of torture them because you know these rich people have i guess they have all the finer things in life they're like mm. what's the next high look yeah. I've, yeah. I've got the house I've got the car i've done my cocaine i've done all the drugs like what's the next thing <laughs> i want to feel the high of inflicting pain on a real life human uh, so that got me common g- folk common folk and you know and nobody and I'm, I'm untouchable and what did
1: that get you did that get you a bit excited aroused i was like how much exactly does that cost <laughs> <laughs> but you know <laughs> how much do i need to win on the
0: lottery i'm just saying like is that could that be real life? I don't know. A lot of people go missing. I'm just saying, a lot of people go missing <laughs> these days. That yeah. poor yeah. poor folk in different countries are like, where have they gone?
1: I mean Tony, we see it all the time. I was walking along in the city um, of London the other yeah. day and they had quite a lot of people's um faces up missing. These people yeah. have just gone missing from their home. Yeah. yeah. And of course you hear about these high profile mystery cases. Yeah. We all know Maddie McCann, for example, or yeah. Um, do you remember the lady I think earlier this year who went missing walking her dog? Oh Do you remember that? That was a bit of a mystery for a while until they did find the body. Yeah. Um but there are many, many, many more cases that don't go high profile. So what happens to them?
0: That's that I mean that's the question. Yeah. That is the question. I mean like yeah. my immediate kind of thoughts are I mean this is probably from my dad. He he thinks as soon as someone goes missing, depends what part of the world it is. Mm they're getting harvest for organs. I mean, is that something that, you know, the rich people <laughs> like, if, if you're a, a rich person and you're like, I need a liver, uh, I'm not going to get on an NHS or even private healthcare. Uh, uh. I need to go to a different supplier that can get me that off mm. the black market. Mm. And how do they get that? Maybe liver? the dark web, the dark web. So yeah, that's, you know, hostile is something that pops into mind. Is that a real life thing? Um, Oh, it is, trust me. (laughs) I mean, Mm. if it is, uh, I'm going to ask you a direct question, Chris. Yeah. If you want 10.8 million, would you pay to torture someone?
1: You don't have to answer that. I am a pacifist, so absolutely not. But yeah, I think it's a really interesting psychological question of, I think Uh, you phrased it really well before where do you get the next high? And I think, you know, you're talking about scary secrets of the rich. Probably we might touch on later Epstein, which is horrendous. But, yeah. you know, these are the, the questions of, how did this happen? You know, is it something of, you've got all that wealth, all the wealth in the world, um, or was it always innate in this guy? We don't know, but um, I certainly wouldn't pay to, to torture someone yeah i mean people I, normally pay me to
0: torture. <laughs> yeah i wouldn't even do that. i mean i wouldn't even do the thing where they 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 put the feather against the
1: feet and they say That's torture. yeah i wouldn't even do that <laughs> oh that is torture that, is, that, is, that really is, torture. is torture. that would be torture. someone tickling your feet that is
0: yeah um but then we're going into the realms of like um you talked about epstein and mm. he could be the tip of the iceberg you know, clearly he he didn't work alone. Like how did the logistics uh, of this happen? You know, there's a demand. There clearly must be a demand of this
1: type of thing. I
0: mean, the, there was
1: the little black book and we still haven't, um, you know, Ghislaine Maxwell, obviously, I think, yeah. uh, has refused to reveal who else was in this little black book. People are saying, will it be too surprising if she winds up dead in her cell sometime soon? You know, a lot of people might be about to be Wow. Well, uh, exposed we, we just don't know as you Get say heavy. this is the scary secrets of the rich and um, you know it's just quite an insane story from top to bottom obviously Pizza Express coming <laughs> into that one in Woking and we can't comment because yeah. a lot of these allegations are alleged um, and for legal reasons we can't say anything more I mean I don't mind Pizza Express obviously I'm a fan of Prezzo but like <laughs> they're along the same lines I so this is the, it's almost controversial, but I haven't been to Pizza Repress in years. Yeah. But when I have been there, I thought it was all right. You know, they made the pizza in front of you.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, you used to be able to get a buy one get one free voucher. I think if you yeah. went on money saving expert, it's a great place if you're in uni. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas I have spoken to you about this before, Tony. The one yeah. time I ever went to Prezzo, I ordered a pizza. Um, with a fried egg, and they brought out a boiled egg. With <laughs> the the pizza, <laughs> and that is the reason I never went back. But maybe it was just a one-off poor experience. I think it's uh, It's probably um, first
0: got you know, their first day on the job or something. They're it like, might have been. I've overcooked the egg. I mean, I don't want to throw it away. I'm sure the <laughs> customer <discussing laughs> yeah. won't, won't. He looks
1: please. uncultured. He won't be able to tell the difference. <laughs> he looks like he likes his stuff well done.
0: Who knows? Um, But yeah, talking about, you know, the rich and the rich and the famous, um, I'll go into the realms of, I guess it's more like Hollywood. And some of the things that I've always questioned is that some of these Hollywood
1: stars... Hmm. Scientologists. Well, Tom Cruise is a
0: Scientologist. And another thing with Tom Cruise is that I am am a fan. Um, But uh, he looks bloody good for his age. He does. But what I would say, he doesn't
1: measure up too much. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh right, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. He's I guess he's got a big personality. And he's probably slightly
1: taller than me, so I'm going to take that back.
0: Um, but what I would say about kind of Tom Cruise, or like even other actors, like how, what what are they doing that that's keeping them young? And one of the conspiracy theories, uh, I'm sure I'm not sure if you heard about, is this mm. this drug called yeah. Adrenochrome. So do you know what Adrenochrome is?
1: I've heard about it. I'm not a hundred percent in the know on what this whole thing is. You know my view, Tony. There are some conspiracy... I'm not generally somebody into conspiracy theories. There are some that could be plausible. Is Tupac still alive? Maybe. Is Elvis still alive? Probably. Yeah. But, you know, many of these kind of large-scale conspiracy theories around the elites, etc. my view on it is who's really gaining out of these weird conspiracy theories? Because... These elites, they have it all already, and they mm. can just... Um, but anyway, I suppose we touched on it. Where do yep. you get your next high? So, Tony, please, um, tell us all about the so, adrenochrome um,
0: conspiracy theory. So, I find this very interesting. So, the adrenochrome conspiracy theory is it's all about the Hollywood elites. So, the Hollywood elites, are they torturing children and extracting a chemical from their bodies, which they then use as a recreational drug to stay young so what's really disturbing about this is that it's the idea of inflicting fear and pain on these young children that actually produces this this drug that they that they take from them Um, they're they're just using them as as um as i guess as vessels for this drug which is quite disturbing um apparently it kind of when they take it 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 has this kind of power from, from the youth, I guess it's youth, youthful, mm. um, their youthful essence, that they kind of, um, I don't know if they inject or they swallow it, but there is a little kind of um, reference to it in that Johnny Depp film. I'm not sure if you saw it. It's called Which one is it? Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Uh,
1: I haven't actually seen that. I don't so know.
0: I believe they had a little kind of pipette of, of this adrenochrome and then he would just kind of
1: put right. a drop in
0: his, on his tongue.
1: Okay. Um,
0: but yeah, the adrenochrome conspiracy theory... It seems relatively well known. I mean, there's quite a lot of content Uh, on it online. Is there some truth to it? I'm not sure. I find it very interesting.
1: I mean, one of the, you know, we know at this stage that the Hollywood elites don't really care about anyone but themselves. You know, we've seen, obviously, um, we talked there about Epstein, we had Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. We've seen what he did. And, um, you know, lurid allegations against many other people in Hollywood. So yeah. that part, yeah, I'm down with. Um, but the whole thing together, um, extracting, you know, torturing children to extract a chemical from their bodies yeah. that we don't really know what that is.
0: I, I don't know, Tony. But one of the things I'm just thinking is um, people talk about this kind of this youthful, um, potion. Yeah, what is the, mm. the, the you know, the fountain of that? youth? Uh, like, yeah.
1: well, does it exist? Well, that's what, that, you know, yeah. if I were a detective on this case, yeah. which who knows? We don't know where the future might take us. Yeah. This might happen. Um, that's the first thing I'd ask. What is the evidence for this fountain of youth potion? Where are the, the, the children.
0: Some A lot of children go missing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, when we talk about um, the Epstein situation, mm. it's like, who was reporting these missing children? Like, where did they go? Or well, these young girls and stuff like that. It's like... Mm, well, trafficking. Trafficking. It's like, okay. So, I don't know. I, I just find it very interesting. It's, it's, uh. it's very disturbing if that is the case. And let's be honest, when you're a Hollywood star, yeah. you are probably... It's a different world. And I yeah. would say that there's a high pressure to stay young, to stay in the limelight, Hmm. What would you do anything to 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 stay in the limelight, to stay young?
1: Well, I think this is kind of what this whole thing has been about, you know. With with Weinstein, Epstein, you know, people did go miss, missing, as yeah. you say, and um, quite frankly, what is the difference between torturing children to extract extract a chemical from their bodies compared to what Epstein was doing on his island with the rest of them? Yeah. Again, these are just this is just, just another form of torture. Yeah. So, I know this is a conspiracy, I'm just saying, you know, yeah. there's a definitely a similarity between it anyway. So, maybe it's less of a stretch than we had previously thought about. Yeah, I
0: mean, talking about Epstein, we talked. About, I mean, was, was, what are your thoughts on uh, the Epstein? Is it just the tip of the iceberg? Are there other islands? <laughs> are there-
1: well, we did speak on this podcast, If um, I think somebody emailed in last week. <laughs> Chantel. Chantel. And Chantel <laughs> said she'd buy a private island. So maybe that's a good plan. Yeah. You know, I anticipate that we're going to have many millionaires off the back of this podcast mm-hmm. who've come on this journey with us. Maybe we should buy up all of the private islands out there just to keep them safe. Mm. And I said this last week of, you know, if I buy a private island, the first thing I'm doing is by, uh, building high-speed rail. Mm. Why don't we do constructive things on there? You know, test out what the best kind of high-speed rail networks. You know, mm. just a testing ground so we can bring it back to Britain. Things like that. I couldn't agree more. Like I'm more in favour of
0: high-speed rail on an mm. island than a sex trafficking compound full of children. I mean, I,
1: I'm Absolutely. up for that. I'm sure. Absolutely. I'm sure most islanders would agree with that. Hundred oh. <laughs> percent. Yeah. Um, it's a shame Epstein wasn't into to railways and train spotting and all that because he could have done with all that money. Yeah, he could have. He could have built HST, and that's what <laughs> he bloody yeah. You know, and that's what also frustrates me. I hate to bring it back to Rishi. This isn't a political thing. I don't normally get involved, but he's getting more and more on my nerves. Rishi could actually afford to build HST himself with his wife's. Oh uh, uh, yeah, they got, got. I don't know how, how Get on with it. Get on with it, pizza. But yeah, I mean, you know, obviously we're talking about these dark and and spooky and somewhat frightening um, secrets of the rich and famous. And the other one that springs to mind uh, as a dodgy rich guy is, of course, Donald Trump while we're on the the topic of politics. And um, the thing, or his deep, dark secret, you might say it's a secret, other people say it's kind of out in the open, is the whole golden shower thing. Oh. Um, those lurid um, allegations What's a golden him. shower, Chris? Um, well, a golden shower is um, to do with urine. Um, and let me just read out the story <laughs> and I'll tell you. <laughs> so, um, what's the one thing that is the sign of somebody lying? Tony, what do you think? I don't know, like um,
0: a red face. Maybe they're kind of blubbering or maybe they're trying to to blame someone else. Misdirect.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think another telltale sign, and maybe this is just me, somebody yeah. who is lying about something, is when unprompted they bring up um, claims about them for no reason whatsoever. Oh, um, yeah. And this is one. something that I, I read about Donald Trump. So... Um, Essentially, there have been allegations in the past that um, mm. there have been... Um, Trump has had interactions with prostitutes in Moscow that may have um, involved them actually weighing on Donald Trump. And that's what I mean by golden shower. Oh, um, uh, Before he ran for president. Unprompted, Trump at a Republican Party event in 2021... Um, just told the crowd by the way I'm not into Golden Charles <laughs> uh, was that a good impression I'm yeah it <laughs> um, and that's just a bit of a weird one because maybe it's just me but as I said if you want to keep bringing up something that you're saying isn't true yeah. and everybody's forgotten about why do you keep bringing it up clearly he's trying to <sighs>
0: Convince the public or himself that he's not into it. But and one thing I would say is that uh, with this golden shower, like the prostitutes are weighing on him, he's not weighing on them, or both. I think it could be either
1: way. I honestly don't oh, yeah, know. But I thought in this one it was the case of them weighing on him, or maybe on each other. We just don't know. Oh. we need to um, to actually look into the claims because I think it was actually a British former intelligence officer oh. who originally. Um, alleged and we have to say we don't know hmm. we don't know what the truth is but um, Trump's spoken a lot about these golden shower allegations and um, when I was reading about it he's made a big point of yeah. talking again and again about how he would never do it and he's really worried that his wife Melania would have believed um, that it was true and he's like I'm not that kind of guy I'm not that kind of guy so it's a- oh. <sighs> Just got that hallmark of why do you keep talking about it, mate? It's there seems to be an element of truth. And Tony, we know he likes gold. Oh, Have you d- seen inside Trump Towers? Gold plated everything. There's a theme, there's a theme. I think there's a theme there, Chris. There it is. I suppose
0: when we talk about scary secrets, his I hair. Mean, oh, sorry, <laughs> I
1: think he's doing
0: something scary. I suppose that is quite scary having <laughs> yeah. Trump's His pee skin? on you. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, well, having Trump's pee on you definitely, <laughs> yeah. definitely. I think that would be scary. Yeah. Of um, uh, course. Cool. What I'll if get... you were able to pee on Donald Trump?
0: <laughs> well, let's just yeah. okay. If I was put in a situation, would I want Trump to pee on me, or would I pee on Trump? Yeah. Obviously, I would pee yeah. on Trump. Uh, yeah.
1: Um. But yeah, what would you do, Chris? Oh, obviously, I would. Get peed on by Donald Trump. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's enough of the dirty, scandalous <laughs> secrets of the rich and famous. And let me tell you, they were terrifying. They were terrifying. And again, okay, apart from the Epstein thing, that
0: we know that was true. Mm. The others are just conspiracy theories, right?
1: The Epsteins have been confirmed... In a court of law, Yes. The, all the rest of them are just allegations, somewhat lurid ones, but they are nonetheless simply allegations, and we cannot confirm <laughs> or deny, and we need to let justice take its course.
0: Thank you, Chris. Um, moving on to segment three, so it's all about picking next week's numbers. So, um, if I start, Chris, mm. um, I'm going to start with something about football, which you really um, like, and something that... Yeah you like even more and it's about um,
1: Newcastle Um, what actually what happened to Newcastle Chris this week well Newcastle it's been a really eventful week so I think if we go back to the previous weekend we smashed Crystal Palace 4-0 then we lost to Brisha Dortmund and a good friend of ours Tony is a Dortmund fan he's a German Uh, so he was (laughs) very happy about it but Guess really good you know. game. Really good game. And I hold my hands up. They were brilliant tournaments. Yeah. I really thought they were good. <laughs> um, and then at the weekend we drew with Wolves. But amidst all of this, mm-hmm. um, Sandro Tonali has been banned for 10 months Whoa. from football um, for, I'm going to say alleged, I suppose they're no longer alleged, they're confirmed, um, betting crimes. Nice. Um, so he bet on his own team, AC Milan. Um, we don't know which way he bet on them. Hopefully he, he bet on them to win. But, you know, Tony, 10-month ban. I agree with Paul Merson, and it is not very often... In fact, that is the first time I've ever said that. Yeah. Because I most often don't agree with the word he says. But he's got it right about this. He's somebody who's struggled with addiction himself. Yes, And percent. um Is a 10-month ban appropriate? We know we've got to, obviously, for obvious reasons, Mm -hmm. deter people from betting on the sport if they're in it. Yeah. Yeah, it could lead to all sorts of crazy outcomes. I would say the best way to do it is just potentially a huge fine, Mm. you know, dependent on what their wages are, what's their salary, and then maybe like a 10-match ban or something. It's still quite a big ban. Ten months is just insane. You know, he's out for pretty much a year now.
0: Um, Newcastle holding the
1: bag on that one. Well, I have to say, you know, conspiracy theories again, but it's all a bit weird. He left his home, you know, his boyhood club, AC Milan, in the summer for quite a cheap fee. I think it was like 45, 50 million pounds, which when you compare it to people like Caicedo went for over 100 million. And this guy's a really good player. I have a feeling that, you know, his agent tipped off AC Milan. His agent probably said, to Tanai, look, make a move. You'll get out of it if you leave Italy because the agent wants his cut. Yeah. The agent tips off Milan. Oh, by the way, you better get rid of him. Yeah. I think they were all in on it. And Newcastle are the ones who, who've been screwed over here. I think
0: so. I mean, it sounds like... They probably said, "Oh, fresh slate. You know, get away from your demons. Yeah. Maybe it's you're being in, A- in AC Milan. Um, if you get away from it all, start fresh." But. I haven't looked at the details. Did he start... Is it just something that was kind of retrospective? Like, they looked mm. at what happened at ACMA. He didn't yeah. engage in any gambling in
1: Newcastle. Uh, as far as we know, he hasn't engaged oh, okay. in any gambling since he moved to the UK. So, mm. there's a question mark. So basically FIFA have rubber-stamped this yeah. ban, which means it applies globally. Okay. Um, but, yeah, he thought it was going to be a fresh start. It's turned into another Halloween nightmare for <laughs> Sandro Tonali, Tony. One thing that I, I
0: do want to kind of say about that is that obviously we pay the lottery
1: and that is mm. a form of, form of gambling, gambling mm. yes, yeah, so which even worse odds than probably any kind of sports
0: betting <laughs> to be honest yeah it, it, you're right you're completely right there Chris I think it's it's probably less um harmful in the sense that you can't lose huge amounts I think it's won. more
1: difficult to spiral yeah right? you can't a, cop, spiral. a ticket costs what two quid 250, 250 for, 50 Euro millions, for Euro millions two, two quid yeah for the Lotto. Um, and if you know even if you're buying ten tickets a week it's difficult to spiral and, and you can't go chasing after it an hour late, you know let's yeah. say football you start with your 12pm midday kickoff, 12.30 mm. whatever you go on to the 3pm's then you chase to 5.30, then you've got the Sunday match, then you've got Monday night football. Yeah, lottery, I think you don't quite have that. No, because it's
0: not instantaneous where you know the result. It's like yeah. a lot of the, yeah. the guys probably, yeah, they do horse racing, football, and they might find themselves in those, those roulette machines. And it's very easy to so keep going, oh, the result, they mm. you know, put more money in. So, I just want to say that, you know, just be wary if you do have a gambling ditch and
1: mm. <coughs> seek help and, and uh, there's a lot of stop. support out there yeah, support when the out. fun stops, stop uh, there's a lot of support out there and but you know, this is one of the things and, oh, I don't touch it, but obviously the sad death yesterday of Chandler Bing um, oh yes, yes Matthew Perry I believe yes, um, I hit a lot of people hard I think I really did, yeah, he was brilliant and he was not just brilliant in Friends mm. and as an actor, but you know, he covered this topic of addiction I thought he was really great that it really can affect you, Tony. And, um, there's a good clip of him, (coughs) arguing with Peter Hitchens, who's probably the most unreasonable Mm. human being out there about (laughs) whether addiction is a choice or or something you're affected by. So. I think, I think Paul Merson
0: is, you know, he, he was affected severely. He was. Yeah.
1: Yeah, And I just think, um, clearly it is a a disease of the mind, Tony. And, um, it can ruin lives, honestly.
0: Yeah. It can definitely ruin lives. um, Moving on to um, the next number I have is 55. So um, this story um, starts off with um, you know, quite a striking title that I saw, um, if I may. It's uh, Shit, I Just Got Hit By A Whale. So um, what does that mean? Uh, hit basi- by a whale? Basically a, a wind foil- foiler, that's what they call it. It's not quite windsurfing, it's this kind of parachute thing. Um, they use it to the wind
1: kind of carries Stay them across the water. why do they need to invent new ones all the time I
0: pathetic the I'm difference. glad he got body slammed <laughs> by
1: a whale but essentially yeah
0: he got body slammed, and there's a video of it where the 55 year old he's he's getting on a bit but he still likes to get involved in the extreme sports um, but yeah he actually got he got slapped by a humpback whale who was just soaring <laughs> soaring through um, through the water Oh, and he lived okay. t- to, to, to tell the tale. So, um, And it's, it's all on video, so clearly it's not something that he, at all tell he's telling his mates or just to get... <laughs> yeah. um,
1: well, that's the, the thing. S- no one would have believed him yeah. if he didn't record that and he came but and oh, guess what happened today? Wing foiling. Yeah. And they'd be like, first of all, what the hell is wing foiling? <laughs> and then secondly, they'd have said, we don't believe you, mate.
0: Yeah. Some, I guess some guys might be a little bit kind of crude and think that he might have got hit by a, a large woman or something oh, if said, you oh, know,
1: yeah. I'm not saying that but like he <laughs> literally got hit by a humpback whale they might have thought he said I just hit a whale in which case it's you know I hit
0: I got with a whale. Oh, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Uh, with, with
1: the lads, with the boys, yeah, with yeah. the boys. That sort of laddish banter that we do not endorse. No, we
0: we frown upon it to be we honest. Do, we, so do, really do. Gross, yeah. we do, but we're just saying that these things happen. Yeah. and we should stamp it out if we hear it. Yeah, um, but yeah, a fifty-five-year-old, and you know, it's not it's not something that you uh, you kind of uh, hear every day, right? You get hit by a whale. <laughs> I've never um, heard anyone say that. But In Australia, I feel like animals are just really... You've got to be careful in Australia. There's so many things that can kill you.
1: This is one of the reasons why um, I don't fancy living down there, Tony. You know, that's... Okay, we talked about it. If there's one good thing about living in the UK, I think it's quite safe in terms of, you know, the weather's fairly moderate. I know we had Storm Babot a couple of weeks ago, but that's that's about as bad as it gets. Um, In terms of the wildlife... Yeah, you got some fairly harmless snakes. Um, and after that,
0: how Badger. bad does it get?
1: Badgers, you know, wolves have gone. Fox, Foxes, I yeah. guess. They can be pests, but... Nothing um...
0: that's poisonous, really, isn't it? No. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, um, well, that's just, a, sounds like a, just a, another story out of Australia of some type of animal kind of kind of hurting a human. Um the next one I had um, was uh, the number three. Oh, so this involved huh. a woman jailed after touching. Te- what three? <laughs> oh no! Oh, okay. T- touching a city
1: parking meter. What? What? Well, okay. Yeah. Well, you just said woman banned from touching three. Oh, I was yeah, no, 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 no yeah, nothing
0: yeah. to do with with, with, Three with children. Yeah.
1: Um, but basically... We're like not covering Philip Schofield this week. No, no. Allegedly, I take that yeah, back. I take we, that back. We've, we've already covered Epstein. Um, <laughs> yes. And but, that one is confirmed. Philip, I'm just saying on the record, I take back <laughs> what I just said about Philip Schofield. Um, but
0: yes, basically, this Jade Johnson was banned from touching parking meters across Merseyside. Mm. So uh, Jay Johnson uh, was given a three-year banning order... Uh, last month.
1: What, what does this mean?
0: At She've... Liverpool Magistrate. So basically, she's just been found touching parking meters. And it sounds a bit of a weird story. <laughs> yeah. But, is it uh, like a
1: fetish thing or is it? That's
0: what I thought. But apparently, she's been attempting to steal money from parking meters
1: oh, as well. But how much money would you find? Don't people normally pay by car?
0: That's what I'm like? thinking. Do people in, in like Liverpool Merseyside still pay by pound coins or something? <laughs> um but, yeah, so she's been banned for three years. I don't know if you think that's a bit harsh, for trying to take some... Uh... But
1: all oh, she's been... She, what's she been banned? She... Touching parking meters. <laughs> so I don't think that's harsh. <laughs> I really couldn't care less if I were banned. Can't she still pay online? Most of them have uh, I don't think pay she has on a, your phone. I don't think she has a car. She's just, she's just one of
0: those... Uh, <laughs> right. Kind of, um, I can... <laughs> okay. I think I'm not so sure if she's actually homeless, but she's clean. and doing well. This
1: weirdest story I've yeah, ever so heard.
0: Oh, here we go. She, yeah, oh, look. see if well. she looks like she's she's on a, she's on drugs. Yeah, clearly. Well, we would allege. Alleged, yeah, alleged yeah, allegedly. drugs. Allegedly. So um, yeah, she's literally been banned from 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 <laughs> from, from touching kind of parking meters. And that's the first story I've ever heard about. I've
1: never measures. heard of that. I love the first sentence: "A woman banned from touching parking meters was jailed." After being caught engaging with a machine in the city centre. Um, But, yeah, I thought that was quite funny. Um, And not something that you hear every day, Chris. Absolutely
0: not. So, number three. So, three years. Three. So, they're going to be keeping our eyes out
1: for for Hurst Let's getting people near parking meters. We've got a good spread of numbers so far. Um, And I want to continue that. I'm going to go with the number 30, Tony. So, we talk about winning the lottery and we've talked about Okay, there are actually other ways to make money, and we've spoken at length about some of them, and we don't endorse in any way, shape, or form fraudulent ways of doing oh, it. Oh, definitely not. we acknowledge that some people do engage in that. Um, so listen to this. So a trainee NHS doctor collected almost £10,000 in sick pay while also working two other jobs between two hospitals 160 miles apart. Whoa. Tracy Landu-Landu, 30, um, was a GP who took sick pay between August and December 2020. But at the same time, she was doing shifts at two other hospitals. She admitted taking the money and lying to an HR official who questioned her being off sick. But she said that she'd been suffering from stress due to recent life events. Um, So she's 30 years old. So... That I mean, that is extraordinary. I think the thing that makes it really bad is she was working for the NHS. Well, so wow. it's a it's a weird one because I mean, in a way, you'd think if you had somebody working shifts at two different hospitals, mm. two separate hospitals, 160 miles apart, you'd be like, oh wow, well mm-hmm. done, well mm-hmm. done, props to you. But at the same time, pretending she was offset from her GP job, or, or sorry trainee NHS doctor, Mm. uh, and defrauding our National Health Service, Tony, of almost £10,000 that we as taxpayers um, fund the system with. I'm just quite annoyed because the NHS
0: is already hemorrhaging money. It is. This stuff is happening. It is. That is
1: shocking. It is despicable. Um, But by the way, she's been allowed to keep her job. Well, we do need more doctors. Don't we, we do no, we need them. Yeah, so, we fair, 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 fair play. Fair play. Okay. All right. So that's number thirty, and I've got another one, and I think this is something that we need to learn from okay. Tony, which is ears are open. Uh, Virginia man loses one point five billion dollars <laughs> by changing his Powerball numbers. Um, But there's a silver lining. I should have said, do you want the good news or the bad news? That was the bad news. There is some good news. Uh, He still became a millionaire. So basically, what happened here was that um, this Virginia man played um, the Powerball, which is basically the the lottery in in the US. Mm -hmm. And he changed what was actually the Powerball, which I guess is a bit like the bonus ball okay. in the yeah. UK. Um, and he actually changed the power ball from his usual number, which is 14, mm. to 19. And that's what meant that he, um, he actually lost it. So Idiot. this guy, a total fool. Carlos Gutierrez of Centerville. Um, so he made a stop at Lee's Sandwiches in Fulls Church to order coffee and a chicken sandwich. Nice choice. Um, While waiting for his order, he noticed a lottery machine and he bought a ticket for the October 9th Powerball draw. Mm. Um, The next day, when he stopped at the same location on his way to work, the store was buzzing with excitement. A ticket boarder had won a million dollars in the previous night's draw. Maybe it's me, Gutierrez thought. Um, And he was right. So he won the million dollar prize by matching the last five numbers on his ticket um, the problem is, he then actually saw what the results were. And if he'd have stuck with 14 as the Powerball number, instead of winning a million, he'd have won 1.5 billion. And I think we've really oh. spoken about this a lot. Of, um, okay, a million's not going to do you badly. But, I mean, 1.5, he's joining the Billionaires Club. He's joining Possibly. the Billionaires Club at In- that stage. In America, don't they get taxed on. Was it? Ta- I something? think they yeah. do get taxed. So you know, a million. I don't know what tax rate it's over He's going to lose a good chunk of that. One point five billion. Mm. It's just that is set for life, isn't it? I mean, we were talking earlier about how much you're going to make off ten million pounds, but one point yeah. five billion dollars as well.
0: So, uh, well, in UK pounds, that's that's definitely less. You talk about what. 800-something, maybe near 900. Good chunk, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just thinking, like, he must be going through a rollercoaster of emotions, Mm. though. He goes,
1: yes, I've won a minute. Oh, crap, I could have had 1.5 billion. In a way, it's just, let's say you're his mate and he hasn't really noticed the whole thing. Yeah. You wouldn't tell him, would you? Let's say, had he not noticed, you try and stop him seeing I think friendship's all about based on honesty and I want to tell him the truth. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I need to restart my <laughs> friendships.
0: But yeah, no, that's, I mean, that is a great story in regards to the lottery. I mean, it's just one, one number can make such a big difference.
1: Do you think we need to sort of take that as a learning of, um, stick to your gut instinct? Yeah. So I'm not
0: going to divert from these numbers every week. I'm no. Just gonna, I'm not going to change from 14. I'm going to okay. keep it as 14. yeah. yeah. Um... Okay, so onto we our kind of our final number, which is number thirty-seven, and this
1: came from uh, from something that like we talked about last week. Well, because Tony, you were talking about your ideal day. Yes. Right. Once you won the lottery, and um, I think there was a lot of food involved. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm down with that as well. And we said, I think you were saying you wanted a tasting menu lunch. Yeah. And we said maybe just get fish and chips. And actually, at the time, we laughed at that idea, so you can't get tasting menu fish and chips. But I think you've actually found um, that there's something quite similar to that over at Harrods. Yeah, obviously, Harrods is it's known for being quite expensive. Um, I bet a lot of those dirty, dark, secret, holding uh, rich people shop at Harrods. And may he rest in peace, Mohammed Al-Fayed, of course, yeah. but... Yeah, it's, it's the well, home of, of shameful um, <laughs> rich
0: people. Well, yeah, I mean they've Harrods, I'm sure they'll take their custom. You know, it's like they're
1: they're paying top top pounds for for, for stuff in the. you know, this is what if I were a business owner, I'd take anyone's custom. Well, take, oh, yeah. anybody can listen to this podcast. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but Harrods, you know, we know it's going to be expensive. As soon as I say
0: say Harrods, you go fish and chips. You're like, this is going to be crazy. But. They've kind of teamed up with Tom Carriage and he's quite a well-known chef. Um, probably not as exciting as Heston, I would say. They've got one thing in common. What's that? Well, two. They're both great chefs, and they're both bold. <laughs> yeah, that. And um, they're doing quite well in the, in the, in the culinary world. Mm. Um, but Tom Carriage is, I think this is a bit pricey for fish and chips, and I do like fish and
1: chips. Okay, let's say, I mean, the cost of fish and chips has really gone up. I even, I'm not even joking, yeah. I'm probably going back like nine or ten years when I first moved into London, yeah, yeah. proper London. I was living in Angel area, okay. uh, there's a local chippy called Mike's Chippy, and I could go in there and get small fish and chips for four quid, or four fifty or something, but now, in cheap. London you're talking over a tenner I think for yeah, a lot you of. fish and shit, It's
0: crazy. Yeah, I've had fish and chips for a while, but you're right. It's probably like close to ten quid.
1: Um, So I'd say that's about right. I still think it's probably too much, but yeah, let's say ten is fine. Well, what's What's,
0: the price of uh, Tom Carriage's? What's Tom Carriage? Thirty-seven pounds. Oh, and have you seen the portion of chips that comes with it? It's not that big. It looks like you get about eight chips. Oh my god. But I'm not. I'm pretty sure I saw a video back in few years back of how he makes the chips and he uses i mean it's it's a bit of a process yeah he uses yeah, apple corer yeah. to make the chip oh yes and they use a certain type of potato they go through a process mm. of of kind of boiling it and then
1: frying it and then refrying it so there is a bit of a thought and a process that. it's not just deep fried potatoes no, no. Uh, and it's i bet the fish is you know catching they freshly caught early oh, that yeah. morning but would you spend 37 quid and a fish as you say, like if it were a huge plate, yeah, it, yeah, that's why I talk about the northeast. I go out there to visit, yeah. uh, you know, my grandma's up there, and we can get some fantastic fish in it nowhere near 37 pounds. I mean, it's, I
0: wouldn't say it's ex- ridiculous, it's, it, it's expensive. If you go, you, to a posh pub, you go to a posh pub, you may even spend 18 mm. to 20 quid for... Oh,
1: my goodness, yeah. And I bet this is a hell of a lot nicer than a sort yeah. of Young's or Fuller's i I mean, Green King mm, yeah. is the worst of the lot yeah. for food. If you go there, you're still talking 20 quid or something, and it's disgusting. So, you know, when you compare it to that, Tony, maybe it's not so bad after all. So it's not scaring me off, as they, they say. Even on Halloween? No, no.
0: I mean, if I won the lottery... I'm gonna get that's my Friday. That's my Friday fish <laughs> yeah. and chips, fish supper. Yeah. So, Quented. I guess those are all the the six numbers. But um, any emails that we had this week of uh, trying to expire? We to numbers.
1: are overloaded with emails once again. But um, I just wanted to touch on one in particular this yeah. week, Tony, which is Ola. Oh. And Ola's been in correspondence with the show um, for a number of weeks now, and there was an open question that she's just. Um, come back in touch on and confirmed on. So, remember, Ola was the lady from Krakow uh, in Poland, who Mm. who many of our listeners will remember, who said, and we just loved this, you know, she said if she won the lottery, she would open an animal shelter. And that was so far off anything we'd said. (laughs) Mm, (laughs) We were were more, you know, Secrets of the Rich and Famous kind of style, but we thought that was really nice. But then we said, well, okay... You know, if you had to prioritise animals, which ones would you prioritise? Yeah. She came back and she said, actually, this animal shelter is only for dogs. Yeah. Fair enough. Then you actually said, Tony, well, hang on, what about these American XL bully dogs that are being banned in the UK after a spate of recent attacks? What about those, those bed bug sniffer dogs she might be breeding? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, I'll um, email back in um, and she said, well, listen, From she wrote a really long message but i'm just going to paraphrase so she essentially said it's usually the owner's fault there should be a test for dog owners okay um and i sort of see this fit and proper dog owners test yeah and actually i've spoken when i was speaking to my girlfriend about this that's what she said as well Mm. Mm. why not kind of put some regulations or standards in place before you become a dog owner Mm. you know you have in, in the Premier League if you want to buy a club you have that fit and proper owners test Oh, why I not have that. that for dog owners why not and that's one of the, one of the things they start clamping down you know I, I know we've said Tony we're a bit more like well you know do you ever see a poodle ripping in someone but Ola said well definitely not. people that. sort of get the wrong idea about these particular type of dogs it tracks Mm. owners who, who want a certain style of dog um, and maybe that's where the correlation is. So I think she's on to a, a bit of a point here of let's have a fit and proper dog owner's test. We can extend that out maybe for cats as well. I think that would help the situation.
0: Yeah. To make sure you've got a, an owner that actually knows what they're doing. Yeah. And they're not kind of treating a dog in a way that the dog... Doesn't know any better and mm. starts attacking.
1: And maybe social people. services for dogs. Yeah, I, I think that's a great thing. Um, it's a good one, Ola.
0: I think that's, that's, a, that's
1: a good one. She's certainly got some really good ideas um, when it comes to uh, this animal shelter that she's, or really, we should got it a dog shelter that, that she's putting up.
0: Brilliant. So if I go through what are the numbers that I'm going to be buying this week, so it's three. Ten, fourteen, thirty, thirty-seven, and fifty-five. So yeah, those are kind of a Halloween-themed numbers. They um,
1: they're spectacular. <laughs> you know, I don't want to say they're frightening. Because I think we're going to win. They're spooktacular.
0: Yeah, and you know when that quote when it says, "On the other side of fear is what you, mm. you'll achieve what you are really want." Are you scared want. right now? I think these numbers, you know. Um, and this, the theme is about fear, but on the other side,
1: it could be the winning lottery numbers. Mm, mm. I'm terrified right now. <laughs> so yeah, I think so, on the other side of, of this draw, we are going to be multi-millionaires.
0: Yeah, and I think you know, if anyone that does, does knock on the door, you know, who knows, I might get a fiver of a
1: piece candy.
0: So all I would say is that if you are trick or treating, mm.
1: you know, stay safe. Stay safe. Follow yeah. the, um, the fire safety standards in. Any um, block of flats that that, um, that you might enter.
0: Yeah, and obviously don't accept kind of candies from strangers. Well, no, they that's what they it's do. the well. point of it? Oh yeah, sorry, yeah. I mean, you, okay, maybe you can <laughs> accept <laughs> candies from strangers on Halloween, but not <sighs> not on, on any, any other, other day. Today. But you're no, 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 making me wonder now.
1: Yeah, but you are making me wonder now because is this whole thing safe? Maybe kids that's are how... just wandering door to door and taking any old sweets that somebody gives them. What if somebody says to the kids, "Oh, just come back in here and I'll I'll show you my um my Cadbury's finger." <laughs> well, who knows? How did Epson <laughs> get all those kids? Uh... It's
0: Halloween, <laughs> a, a big day for him to start. I'm, I am just saying, babe, we've got to be careful. These things, so kids are going missing. Uh... There's like trafficking going on. Where are the opportunities that are about? Halloween seems a prime opportunity for these criminals to start snatching kids. That's what I'm saying.
1: So. Come and have a look at my Kit Kat junkie. You know, that's just something we want to avoid. <laughs>
0: exactly, Chris. And I'll just say, if you're or treating, go with your parents, go with a group. That's it. So, happy Halloween, everyone. And we'll see you next time for... Win Whim- Whim- me the, the lottery. lottery! Goodbye. Goodbye.